0: Quick reminder before we get into today's episode of the podcast, I want to remind every single one of you to go to our podcast page on Instagram at listen to this while you shit. go over to our Twitter page at listen and shit. Give us a follow on both accounts. We post clips three times a week on both accounts. And if you have the time and if you are an iOS user, iPhone, iPad, MacBook, whatever you got, I need you to go over to the Apple podcast app, leave a rating review. Uh, whether you hate the podcast or you love the podcast, doesn't matter. Reviews help the podcast get recommended to more people. And since you're already on your phone or your MacBook or your tablet or your iPad, whatever the fuck you're using, uh, go over to YouTube. Just hop, skip over to YouTube and uh, subscribe to our channel at Listen to This Why You Should. Uh, hit the bell icon to get notified whenever I drop a new video. Um, I'm poor and I want to make money off this shit. And subscribing will really help a lot. Just all you got to do is subscribe. Come on, say it with me. Subscribe. No, I know. It's weird. But, like, I know you're in your car right now, so it's fine. Subscribe. Matter of fact, I know you're on a bus right now, and you're not trying to look crazy. I get it. Come on, just mouth it with me. You ready? One, two, three. Subscribe. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor, the fastest and easiest way to make a podcast. But more on that later. For now, let's get right into today's podcast
1: fuck this Mario Judah. No, no, no. Yeah,
0: Another episode of the is Why You Shit" podcast, Homo Potty Mouse, the only podcast that encourages you to listen to why you shit. The fastest growing podcast in history of podcasts, and I Google that—that that is a fact. Who you gonna believe, nigga? Me or Google? They're mining your data right now. Be afraid of them niggas. I'm your host. I'm Back back. bad girls and new cons. do with a fucking head with man. Remember, I love you. You are love. Now have a good day at work, sweetie. Mwah. Uh, I want to remind everybody who listened to this right now to go to our Instagram page at listen to at listen to this while you shit and go to our Twitter page at listen and shit. And uh follow us on both accounts and while you're on your phone. Uh go to our YouTube channel at uh listen to this why you shit and uh, subscribe to the channel, watch some videos. Uh, I got about 18 videos up there or some shit like that. it's a lot of videos. Go watch them. Uh man, I'm back here on some new content. Um what I'm learning about this the structure that I currently have on my podcast, where I just talk about like pop culture and like hip hop and shit like that. All of the best shit drops at the end of the week. Luckily for me, I usually record on Sundays. Um But all of the best content drops at the end of the week. I should tell everybody now. Um I did re- so this episode's coming out on Tuesday. No cap. I recorded I recorded an episode last night on Sunday, right? Today's Monday I'm recording this. I recorded an episode last night on Sunday and once i was done i realized that the audio was completely fucking corrupted like none of it like none of that shit was usable um none of the footage uh, for clips was usable i was just like oh so i just wasted hours change in my life talking none of you was going to hear it it was a great pod too not to my own horn it was a great pod um hopefully i can recreate the energy i gave you uh <laughs> i gave y'all that y'all won't hear on this podcast um let's start off with um hip-hop um that song I put at the top of the pod, that was Mario Judas yeah, If you live under a rock, or if you just don't, or if you're not interested in like new rappers or you don't care about hip-hop at all, uh, there is a guy by the name of Mario Judah. Mario Judas, is the guy who came out with that song Die Very Rough. Um, we all know the song Die Very Rough. Now it's time you for Die Very Rough. That nigga, right? We niggas made fun of him. But when niggas was making fun of him, I stood on a firm ground. That this guy is fucking talented. I knew he was talented because the shit he was doing with his voice, I was like, that shit is not easy. Like, that shit not easy to do. And he was making, like, a lot of vocal reflections that niggas use auto-tune for. Like, the fucking goat effect. Um... Uh, the shit that Post Malone uses a lot. Uh, Don Tolliver uses a lot. Kinda like the voice kinda like chops up in between melodies. I call it the goat thing. I don't know what it's actually called. If, if if any engineers out there listening, you can chime in and tell me what that fucking shit is. I don't know what it's called. I just call it the goat effect because it's kinda make you sound like a goat. He was doing that shit without any auto-tune. Um, Since so I knew this nigga was like a very talented artist. Also, he said that he was a producer before. Uh, but Mario Judah started a campaign last Sunday. That he was going to drop Playboy Cardi's Whole Lot of Red. Um, if you don't know, Playboy Cardi's Whole Lot of Red is an album that has been greatly anticipated for about two years now since Playboy Cardi's last uh, effort, which was received very well. Dial It is is a great album. I don't go to it a lot lately, uh, but I know a lot of people do. A lot of people go to the album and, and and like songs off of it. I don't really like it that much, but when I heard it for the first time, I was like, "This is cool. It's okay." But there's a lot of Playboi Carti's out. F- there's a lot of Playboi fans out there who are like desperate for new Playboi Carti music. They're fucking desperate for it. Playboi Carti does this thing. He did it a few weeks ago where he came back to Instagram, dropped a few pictures, and he dropped a snippet. The snippet sounded amazing. Like I was actually hyped for the snippet. I was like, "Oh, I want to hear this whole song." Probably won't ever hear the whole song, but I wanted to hear it. Whole lot of red um, has to have. Uh, hundreds, of uh, hundred of leaks come from this album. Hundreds. Um, I'm. Not, I haven't heard all hundred of them, but I know there's been uh, 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 plenty, plenty of leaks to come from this album. Whole lot of red, and I think that may be a reason why it's been delayed a lot. But also, I think it's because niggas ran off with Playboi Carti style. Uh, the baby voice. Um, we just, we just all collectively decided to call that shit the baby voice. It's the any. What the fuck you just heard Mario and Judah do at the beginning of the song? Uh, at the beginning of this pod, that is the baby voice. It's a very high octave. Um... You kind of you saying words, but you kind of not saying words, but it's just a bop. Niggas ran off with it. We kind of heard it for the first time on that song, Pissy Pampers, a song with Young Nudie that never officially dropped. But we all know it. Like, we all know that song. And that song, uh, it, wasn't, it, it was never actually a song, but it was a, 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 a snippet from a video that, that came out like three years ago. And I'm like, mm, nice time in here. Eh, nice time here. That shit. Niggas have ran off with that style completely, and there are people who do it better than play Bacardi now. I think the guy, Cochise, uh, the guy like, okay, oh cool, that guy, he does it amazing. I like this guy named Ty Tain. He does it amazingly. He got a song called Inhale that I fucking love right now. I've been playing this song, I've I, I've played this song maybe 50 times in the last two days. I love this shit. But there's so many rappers out now that do the baby voice, and they do it better than Play Bacardi did it. And Granted, this may be objective, uh, this, that's that's my opinion, but I think it, th- that don't exist without Play Bacardi. I think that they saw what Play Bacardi did with it, and It was like, oh, I can build off this, and I can take it this way, I can take it that way, I can take it this way. Because all of them do their own variation of it, but it's still at the core, the baby voice. Now, here come Mario Judah, who sees the landscape and says, all these niggas are doing exactly what Play Bacardi did, but nobody but Play Cardi has not got the album yet. He look at that and says man what if i just dropped a whole lot of red which sounds fucking nuts like if it like the fact that a smaller artist haven't came up with this already is astounding to me because literally everybody ran off with this flow at this point the baby voice is up for grabs anybody can use this shit and you're not in hip-hop nowadays there's no such thing as biting the flow you can take anybody and everybody's flow and that's how shit works and we'd be like no you inspire me bro i want to make a song like you that's all it is mario Judas said what if i just made the whole album whole lot of rant and he dropped uh the first single big yeah which is he says it's track number two off the album I like Mario Judah because I think that this guy uses the internet very well. Like, so well. I'm, I'm going to talk about this later, about how a lot of artists and rappers down days don't use the internet efficiently. You know what I'm saying? Like, they use it, and uh, some of them use it as a diary. Some, use, some people aren't on social media enough to engage with us. But then you have people like Lil Nas X, who is one of us on Twitter. Like, Lil Nas X. S fuck out of here. Low Nas Low Nas S sounds like the knocka is like it's like the second, they're you know, like not Xbox, they got the, the Xbox Series X and the Xbox Series S. It's like the same fucking meme, but whatever. That didn't make no sense for people. And I just said it. I'm gonna keep it in here. So suck my dick. <laughs> but no, Mario Judah gives me like little Nas X vibes. He makes he makes the internet a tool and he and and he uses it to his advantage. Like Mario Judah is a is a at his core, internet rapper. We don't know Mario Judah unless Die Very Rough blows up in that one video we saw on Twitter that blew up a few weeks ago. And then uh, the song gets to TikTok, and it blows up on TikTok again. So Mario Judah, in his core, is a is a rapper, is an artist who does not exist without the internet. Which a lot of these guys are. Like a lot of these are not not just guys, women as well. A lot of these rappers don't exist without the without the internet. But for some reason, they don't use it well. Mario Judas said, no one thing, fuck that. I'm gonna make whole lot of red and I'm gonna make it better. And Playboy Cardi fans, they they like it. Like they and like he saw there was a market for people who wanted that shit and said, now I'm gonna get it. Here's a tweet straight from uh this is straight underneath a Playboy Cardi video from December uh picture. On December 2nd, he tweeted a picture. And this fan tweeted to Playboy Cardi, I'm tired of your shit, Cardi. Every time I put my faith in you, you just come back and fuck and fuck your fans over all we want is music that's literally all we want and you don't even drop literally you get this hype and you don't do nothing like what's the reason for even doing it bro to which mario judo respond bro you fucking up man how can you treat your fans like this we've literally waited two years only to only to continually only to continuously be lied to without your fans what are you Read what this fan just said. He sees that and said, Yo, I could drop this album and I can literally steal all of Playboy Cardi's fans. In theory, it sounds nuts. Like, no, Playboy Cardi has a built in fan base. And no, no, like people who like Playboy Cardi are going to like Playboy Cardi. But rappers and artists, they like you for your music. But if you don't have new music out, it's like, Well, what the fuck is my allegiance to you? My allegiance is to the vibes. If there aren't any new vibes, what am I standing by you for? And Mario, and Mario Judah said, I can finesse this because I can do this. This shit isn't a hard sound to do, and I'm going to finesse your fans. I'm taking all these niggas from you, and now they're Mario Judah fans. By the way, the music is not bad. It sounds just like a Play Cardi song. Mario Judah is also funny to me because this nigga kind of talks like a wrestler cutting a promo. Like, it's, <laughs> like, you got to listen to this shit for a second. Listen to." that playboy cardi hold on that's not the right clip hold on let me find the right one because in one of these yawns this nigga sounds almost identical to like a nigga cutting a promo here we go Day is december 6th and you still not drive a whole lot of red <laughs> you know what that means bro i warned you i warned you time after time after time Let us all down. Pathetic. I'm going to give you a grace period. You have until 6 p.m. today to still drop a lot of red. It is now 4.30 Eastern time. If you do not drop by 6 p.m., I will drop exactly one minute later. No rebuttals. 6.01 at the dot. It's the time I will drop today. If you do not drop by 6 p.m., it's like the pauses and the breaths, and how he get hyped and come back down, and the pathetic. Like Mario Judah is a fucking character, and he's good at this character that he's pursuing. What's, what what the word I just said? Pursuing? Pursuing? I don't know. He's good at the character that he's pretending to be, or maybe he's not pretending, maybe this is who really is maybe this is who he really is. And in that case, I like him more. Like I wouldn't want to hang out with the guy. The guy seems like he got a little bit too much enemy, uh, fucking energy for my taste but I think that he will be like cool and doses. Like I think he's a fun guy at a party. Mario Judah is, a, is, is an example of an artist who is using the internet to his advantage and not to his disadvantage. Unlike a lot of rappers nowadays, which brings me to my next point. On Sunday on, Sunday on Twitter, a whole bunch of artists that we know and love Caught some L's, okay? We got Meek, he caught an L. We got Cardi B, she caught an L. We got uh JT, she caught an L, and we got the other city girl, Young Miami, all caught L's in the last few hours. Honestly, the whole QC is on fire, but I'm not gonna talk about Lil Baby um fucking that porn star because hey man, I'm not in a relationship shit. I have a I have a strict agenda I want to get a point. Uh, I have a strict agenda I want to get across right now. And that doesn't fit what I'm trying to get, it, and that doesn't fit what I'm trying to say. So all of these guys, well, I, I keep saying guys, but guys doesn't really agenda. It does, but when I say guys, I mean people. All these people, uh, Meek, Cardi, uh, both the city girls, they caught vicious L's on the internet for different reasons. For different reasons. Okay. So Meek is a Meek gave some young boys out, out in Atlanta who were selling water. $20. It was about five, six, maybe seven young boys in that video, and he gave them $20 and said, yo, you guys split that. Which sounds absolutely nuts. <laughs> Listen, I used to sell water underneath the L train in Philadelphia. I used to go, I used to walk to 56th Street, 56th and Market, I used to stand underneath there and I used to sell water. That was, my, that, that, was, that was my job. I didn't make a lot of money, but I did it. And I remember one time, uh, there's one old head. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't ask for water. He didn't take a water. He just gave me $20. said, yo, keep hustling. He didn't say that, but that was the point of the $20. He said, I like what you're doing. Keep hustling. And that's what the $20 told me. And I came out there every single day for the next two months. That whole summer I was out there because that one guy gave me 20 bucks. And that was my motivation. Now that was just a regular nigga in Philly who probably had a good job. Saw a young boy hustling. Was like, y'all, I'm going to help him out. Right? Meek is literally a fucking millionaire. Meek literally spends hundreds of thousand of dollars a month, probably. I don't know, and I, I don't mean to be in his man' pockets. I don't know what his monthly spending budget is. I'm just assuming based off shit he posts on Instagram. Meek is the same nigga who will post a watch and a wad of money, and the caption would be for motive for motivational purposes only. This is the same guy. This is the same exact nigga. So. When you got a chance to actually let the kids touch you, like you tweeted, makes it I be in the hood letting it, letting the kids touch me. You got an opportunity to really touch some kids in real life. Pause. That sound crazy, and give them more than twenty dollars. To be honest, I don't think there's a there's a amount of money on internet that will satisfy everybody. I think anybody there's pockets of people would have been mad regardless. Like, if you would have given him hundred dollars, they're like, "Why you give him a thousand? You give him a thousand. Why you give him a hundred thousand? Like niggas would have been mad regardless." But I think for me, twenty dollars sounds nuts. If it's six, seven young boys out there, give them, give them fifty dollars. Give them a fifty. You got, you got a fifty on you. If you don't, give them sixty. Give them three twenties. Let it rock. I know you got the cash on you, Meek. Let's do it. And he caught that L because it's just like, like niggas are poor and young boys is hustling and they trying to help you out. Now, I've seen uh, screenshots from people in Atlanta saying those kids are aggressive and they always ask for money. Them niggas is ungrateful, which could be the case. I'm not from Atlanta. I'm from Philly. So I don't really know those young boys. I don't really know how they carry it out there. I'm just saying I'm just speaking on based off what I saw in the video. You know what I'm saying? If I got, if I'm a millionaire and I see some young boys out hustling waters and I want to give the money, I'm in a giving mood and four or five young boys, I'm not going to give you $20. Shit. Each one of y'all might get $20 from me. That's how I'm gonna carry a carrier. Put, it. I'm not rich. I'm poor. I ain't never going to tell a rich nigga how to spend any money, which brings me to my second point. Cardi B, she hopped on the timeline and asked the timeline, should she purchase this bag for $88,000? Now, like I said, I ain't gonna tell no rich nigga how to spend their money. That's up to you. That's your pockets. That's your wallet. You spend your money how you want to spend it. But the point of contention on the internet was, um, why you asking poor people how to spend rich people money? <laughs> niggas is really listen. Every month, niggas is struggling to decide whether or not in this panorama, where they're struggling to decide whether or not they should purchase groceries for their household or pay their bills. That is a real internal the niggas. Niggas are literally begging the government for money. You hop on the timeline to ask a bunch of brokies, should I I buy this bag for $88,000? You thought that was going to go over well, Cardi B? Like, you thought that 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 was a good idea. No, it wasn't a good idea. In no way, shape, or form. And I'm not telling you how to spend your money. I'm just saying, ask your friends that. If you want some real feedback, because one of her points was, I asked my followers who I treat like my friends and family. Um, I'm paraphrasing, but she said something similar to that. She said, these are my followers. I treat them like friends and family. But these people aren't your friends and family. They're fucking listeners of your music. or some sometimes just followers on the internet. So some of these niggas really don't know you or don't give a fuck about how you spend your money. How about you ask your friends? When I'm in between, should I buy something or should I not buy something? You know what I don't do? I don't hop on Instagram. I don't hop on Twitter. And I be like, yo, bro, should I buy these, I buy these sneakers? No. I text my friends. Like, bro, I send, I send a picture. Yo, bro, should I buy these? And they let me know. Now they're ugly. No, bro, them don't too expensive. Or just no. I don't know. Like, that's, that's not a good investment. Like, but they would tell me that. Ask your friends, Dad. We are talking about millions of people still out of work in this country. Not because they want to. Just because... There aren't enough jobs open to, to to for all these people to work. We live in a, we live in a capitalist society where America has made us believe that we are all hard workers and like we gotta pull you gotta we gotta pull ourselves up by our bootstraps. And when you and when that is the mentality of the country, and you are literally when you literally can't do it when you can't find work, how the fuck? do you expect us to pay our bills? How the fuck do you expect us to eat? We got one twelve $1,200 check eight months ago and ain't seen no money since then. Some niggas haven't been working this whole time. It's just, it's tone deaf. It's called read the room. Just read the room. Just look around and be like, should I say this? And that brings me to uh, uh, Young Miami. Young Miami just be uh, getting—the city girl just be getting roasted, okay? Young Miami, she just hopped on the timeline, and she was just tweeting some whack shit. She said, "Um, if you ain't never been pregnant, you're pussy corny. Just some wild shit to say. Just some wild shit to say. And then JT, they went back and found some of her old tweets where she was talking wild spicy, my guy. Like, it was like wow. listen— Coming from a nigga who, like, was on Twitter back in those days, like, it wasn't really that crazy. Like, I seen way worse tweets than fat boys be stink as fuck. I seen way worse tweets than Missy Elliott Eagles' original gangster, OG, which I thought is hilarious. Original gangster is... That's good wordplay. Like, that's just good wordplay, JT. That's why she's the best woman rapper around right now. <laughs> then she said, y'all stink-ass Arab air bitches. So money hungry. We never never want to give people refunds. That's why Brazilians put y'all out of business. These are some of the tweets she put out between the year 2013 and 2015. Back in the day, she just got on the timeline and chose violence. And I'm not mad at JT. Know why? Because I don't give a fuck. Same way how you don't give a fuck. None of us give a fuck about these artists getting canceled for things they said because we don't we only cancel people for things they said that we don't like. Like when I got up here a few weeks ago and I did the uh, the episode entitled "Sada Baby," I hate it had to be him because of all the uh, the lengthy evidence that niggas went through Sada Baby's old tweets and found. I knew at the end of the day I was gonna keep streaming Sada Baby because I like Cider baby music. And I didn't think what he said was that bad. Like, no, let me, first of all, let me rephrase this. I think that what he said was terrible. I ain't gonna lie, he was saying some wild shit though. But it was a different time back in the day. Like, it was a different time. Like, and also he called uh, 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 a commenter on Nicki Minaj's um, Instagram um, and, and he did call him F word. That's crazy, you can't be throwing that word nilly willy. You can't be throwing that around all crazy. But will I stop streaming for that? No, I like Sound of Baby Music. Say what how none of you women are going to stop streaming the City Girls because y'all like the City Girls. We only cancel people we don't like. Doja Cat went through a whole phase early this year, and niggas is like, yo, we done listen to Doja Cat. She came back and did one live, and y'all was like, no, bro, Doja Cat not over with. We like Doja Cat. My point is we cancel people who are easily cancelable. We cancel people who we can take out our playlists and don't and just won't care about them no more. We, we cancel people who movies we've never seen or movies we never like or comedy we never listen to. These are, these are people that are easily cancelable. We can get them off the paint with the ease because we never really give a fuck about them. I got saying from the from the uh from from the flagger 2 podcast says says this and I don't know if he created it but I heard him say it he said that you can't cancel somebody to which in which you was never subscribed to makes perfect sense to me you can't cancel Netflix if you never had a Netflix account can't cancel cable if you never had cable can't cancel your phone bill if phone wasn't on you can't cancel me if you never was listening to me A lot of y'all never listen to Sonny Baby, which is an easy pile on that day. Sometimes y'all don't cancel people because y'all like them. Cancel culture is a fucking myth. It does not exist in the real world. We listen to people and we like people because of their music. Sometimes because of who they are. and, And to be real, in music entertainment, period, we like shitty people. Most of the people are shitty people. I don't know why we have this... We have this thing where we got to put celebrities and artists on this pedestal when they're just people who make songs we like. When like, when they're just people who make movies we saw a few times. But they're just people who are in media. That's it. I see all that to say is I'm selling a I'm selling a service to all labels, to all um, uh, management agencies, that I'm going to help your artists be likable on the, I'm going to help your artists be likable on the internet. And I will go back and delete your artists or like the person you're managing old tweets so that when kids will go to come from, they can't, it's, it's nothing, it's nothing, it's nothing for them to find. Because that's the two biggest things I see on the internet. Like the Meek and Cardi B situation, I can help you be likable on the internet by just saying the first day I'm first day I'm going to teach them in class is like, Before you post something, ask yourself this. Do people need to hear me say this? Like, should I be the one saying this? Because sometimes you are saying the right things, but it's the wrong messenger. So ask yourself, should I be saying this? Sometimes in in Meek's example it's like, should I post this? Because if Meek don't post um, that, that video of him giving them kids $20, we don't give a fuck. We don't know because... We don't know what the fuck is happening in Buckhead. We don't know. We don't know what happens in Meek Mill's daily life. We only know because he showed us. We only know that Cardi B was going to buy a bag for $88,000 because she told us, which comes down to, should I say this? Should I show you this? And the answer is almost unanimously no. You become likable on the internet by being just like us. This is why Lil Nas X worked. Little Nas X talks like one of us. The reason why this Mario Judas shit is going to work because he's one of us. He's a Playboy Cardi fan. He says that, yo, I'm a fan. And I want this music. So because I want the music, I'm going to make it. This is, this is why these artists are likable, because they are one of us. But sometimes you make so much money where you can't, you, you just you just can't relate to the average citizen. You can't relate to the average person. Because you're so out of, you're so disconnected from what happens on the ground, and I don't blame you for that. Listen, dog, you made a lot of money, you've earned the right to be disconnected. But in this new era of media, where we like to be so close to the people that we enjoy, that's why keeping up, that's why keeping up with the Kardashians work. This is why uh, Lonzo Ball and fucking Lamelo Ball and the Ball brothers had a fucking uh, reality TV show before the other two even played in the league because you like to be close to our celebrities we like to be close to our people in media we like to we like to pretend that we know them you have to be likable and as far as uh like the jt shit i'm t- uh, uh jt i'm gonna just go back and delete hard tweets same thing with your miami i'm asking you i'm, I'm asking you i'm asking you i'm going to ask you miami miami what do you gain from tweeting this right now like what what? Like, what is the end goal here? Is something funny to say? Yeah, it's funny, but you're also famous. and People don't like famous people right now. We don't want to hear what you gotta say. Every time a famous person says anything, it is that it's that classic Dave Chappelle joke. Who the fuck cares what Jaru had to say at a time like this? Who the fuck cares what any of you gotta say at a time like this? Just stop speaking. But like I said, I'm offering. I'm offering services. Come hit me up. I'm going to teach your artist, or I'm going to teach a person that you're managing how to be likable on the Internet. I'm a person on the Internet, and I know the celebrities that I like, and I know what characteristics they have that make me like them. I can teach all of your artists and all the people that you're managing that that skill. And I go back into all of their Twitter feeds, and I will delete all the tweets that people will find problematic. matter of fact, I'm not going to delete all the tweets that people find problematic. I'm going to delete all the tweets, period. All of the tweets must go. All the tweets but not even before all the tweets period gotta go we're gonna start you fresh from that moment like as i delete all the tweets that's when you can start tweeting again but you can't go back now and start tweeting wild shit that's over for you like this not twitter it's not twitter 2012 no more can't tweet wild shit that's that's it's dead and gone Just delete all your tweets. I feel like like there is literally multiple uh, apps and websites that will go back and delete tweets for you, but none of these labels do it for their artists. Like, Young Miami was fucking a 17, 16-year-old girl from the hood. You think she wasn't tweeting wild shit? Sada Baby is a nigga that joined the blouse when he was 22-year-old. You think he wasn't tweeting wild shit? You think this man got good decision-making? Come on now. I just want to help these artists not get canceled because it's so easy. Like, like the fact that they just be getting canceled when a lot of the shit is avoidable is just funny to me. Ah uh, man. Before I leave hip hop, I want to talk about this for a second. This quick second, I wanna pose, I'm gonna pose this to the audience. Um let's ask the audience. I'm gonna ask y'all this and we're gonna decide. Who could Drake realistically battle against inside a versus battle and beat? Because the two names that you hear thrown around all the time for Drake in the versus it's always Jay-Z and Kanye West. But I don't think Drake beats either of them in a versus battle. And granted, listen, I love Drake. I can rap 30 Drake lyrics off the top of my head right now. Drake is my favorite artist. He's my like he's my guy. But I don't think he beats Kanye, and I don't think he beat Hove. Last night I was in a clubhouse chat room and we were talking about um we did a Jake, a Drake versus Jay-Z versus, like uh, just a mock versus start naming songs. And halfway through you realize, damn, Drake got hits, but some of these hits don't match up against Jay-Z. The guy I was in the chat room with, he was using songs exclusively from the Black Album. Like, exclusively from the Black Album. Like, we're pulling from Drake's whole catalog. And it and it does not match up. It does not match up. It does not match up because I think that Kanye and Jay-Z have, have nostalgia on their side. They have the fact that these songs have been out for 15, 20 years in some cases. And Drake's songs have only been around for 10 at max. You know, you got, you got to realize that me, I'm 23 years old, right? I remember being a backseat of my mama car, listening to fucking Ace to the Izzo and Encore and Change Clothes and all those records from Jay-Z. I remember listening to fucking Touch the Sky, All the Lights, Flashing Lights, shit from Kanye West. I remember being a backseat of car, listening to this, and that nostalgia it's always going to win over a Hotline Blink because even though Hotline Blink was what five years ago now, it feels like yesterday still. It has not been long enough. Even though over was what a decade ago, it feels like yesterday still. It has not been long enough. It just hasn't been. And nostalgia in these versus battles will always win against newer artists. And that brings me to my point. Who could Drake realistically go against and beat? Because like the niggas in his class, like the, the J. Cole's, uh, the Wale's, the Big Sean, Drake gets them the fuck out of here. Drake gets all those guys the fuck out of here. The Meeks, none of those guys can touch Drake. Like Drake beats all of them. There's not there's not a world, there's not a playlist, not a set list in which Wale, Big Sean, or J. Cole or Meek can beat Drake. It does not happen. Or Kendrick Lamar for that for that uh for for that point. Whatever. I forgot the word. They can't. There there isn't there isn't a world in which any of those guys could beat Drake. So we always say, well, Drake gotta go against legacy acts. But when you start naming legacy acts that I've seen thrown around with Drake's name, Drake doesn't beat them neither. Well, Drake Drake doesn't beat them, but those guys can't beat Drake. So it's like Drake is in his really weird space right now, where even even though first of all, we'll never get a Drake. Drake will never do the verses. Just fans hypothesizing. But even in this, like even even in our hypotheses, there isn't a battle out there for Drake that seems like it's going to be a good one. Either it's a blowout one way or another. Because I believe Kanye and both uh, Jay Z blows Drake out, and I believe Drake's blow everybody from his class. I don't think drake has a good versus matchup at this point now you give it 10 years for a lot of the drake songs that came out what five ten years ago to age more i think we have a legit battle now because now the people that grew up on drake songs like me and niggas who are younger than me will be like full grown adults who be like i remember where i was when that shit came on now it would be a nostalgia factor that drake will have so give it time but right now i don't think drake drake has a good matchup for anybody Remember, remember when Joe Budden said that uh fucking chance the rapper was gonna be the next Drake? Remember when Joe Budden said that dumb shit? <laughs> that's one of Joe Budden's worst take, honestly. Like that's such a that's such a bad take. It was so bad. Let's talk about um on things I learned on Twitter this week. Um, black people are getting powers on December 21st. Um, <laughs> listen i don't know what the fuck this means i did not read the whole thread i just saw the tweet um but this random woman tell me i believe she has deleted the tweet i believe the tweet has been deleted yeah she took this tweet down the tweet not even no more she tweeted that on the 21st black people was going to unlock their true power and all that cool fly shit and um the world ain't been the same since niggas out here trying to figure out what they're going to use their powers for on December 21st. On December 21st, if black people actually get powers, I'm like, you know, now I want super speed or I want to fly. are the only two powers I want. Only two powers I want. Why? I want to be able to get places quickly. I was talking to Larry Lion on the phone the other day, and they told me that I wanted his powers because I couldn't drive. And I said, you know what? I do. By the way, guys, Lionel was a dick. <laughs> Lino, if you listen to this right now, fuck you. You my homie, but fuck you. Larry, <laughs> if you listen to this right now, you dropped a very cool freestyle today. I like it a lot. <laughs> but uh, I see people talking about as far as like uh, black people getting powers on 21st. Um what if light get like like what's gonna happen to a uh, half and halves? What's gonna happen to those uh the mixed breeds, the people like mulatto of the world. By the way, but I just brought a mulatto, get mulatto the fuck out of hip hop, please. I oh my god, I just I forgot about this. I literally forgot about this. Get mulatto out of hip hop, please. Like, I don't know why mulatto still exists in in, in hip-hop music. This bitch I hate her so much. There's first of all, Malato a few weeks ago went on Clubhouse and said that colorism does not exist. Which was crazy for me because I was saying the whole time I'm like, what's like what? Okay. If you identify as black, which I think Mulatto does, we all know that people who are half and halves got the choice to decide whether they identify with your white side or your black side. I'm assuming Mulatto identifies with her black side more because she's a rapper and she says the N-word in her raps. Uh, look at somebody in Logic who's also half and half. He and he, he clearly identifies with his white side more because he does not say the N-word. Drake identifies with his black side more. He says the N-word. Like, it, like you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you get to pick and choose which side you identify more. So she 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 must identify with her, her black side more because of how she carries herself. But what self-respecting black woman is gonna call herself mulatto? The history behind that word, and that's and that's what you wanna call yourself. Now, is it historically accurate for what she is? Yes, historically, she will be called the mulatto, but like that's like calling that's like if I was to call myself Young Nigger. What the fuck is, I'm like, yo, my name Young Nigger. That's what I call myself. My rat name Young Nigger. Young nigger in a block, I'ma shoot your block. Like nobody will listen to a rapper named Young Nigger. But then Mulatto tweeted, in 2015, we niggas been digging up a lot of old tweets from rappers. A lot of them. She tweeted, bruh, I just want my golden skin, hazel eyes, and healthy blonde hair. If that don't sound like a white woman to you, I don't know what that sound like, dog. This bitch hate herself. This bitch don't want to be black. She loves her white side more than she love her black side. And she's allowed to be in hip-hop and say the N-word, and I hate it get mulatto out the paint please i don't know why people still are listening to mulatto like like she's first of all i never heard a mulatto song and granted like i say about women hip-hop all the time it's not made for me but i can appreciate a good song when i hear one. i never heard one so that tells me women don't really like mulatto like that so why she here get mulatto out of hip-hop i i stumbled into that and um, I wasn't even gonna talk about that because I forgot about it. I was talking about some other shit. I forgot I was talking about. But mulatto fucking sucks. She hates herself and she's allowed to run around saying the N word and, and 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 cosplaying as a black woman. Like that's all mulatto be doing. This bitch is cosplaying as a black woman every day of the week, knowing damn well she a she a white she a white Southern auntie. That's all she is. Get mulatto the fuck out of my hip hop. Like if I was listen. This is why black people need to start gatekeeping hip hop a little closer because a nigga like Mulatto should not be sneaking through the cracks and, like, be this popping. Like, like this is why we need to get, gatekeep our culture. Black people, we don't do it because, you know, we're super inclusive. We let everybody in. Ah, duh, yeah, fuck with you, you fuck with me. But sometimes that goes wrong. Like, a m- Mulatto should not be in hip hop. Mulatto should be making country music or some shit. She, like, she sh- she shouldn't be here there's a lot of people that we let in hip-hop that should not be in hip-hop just by like how they carry themselves um the takes they have on the internet like they just shouldn't be a part of our culture and mulatto's one of them get mulatto the fuck out of my culture man all right um yeah, black people getting powers on twenty first. I wanna, I wanna fly, or I wanna be super fast. That's how I got there. Uh, <laughs> other news, the things I learned on Twitter this week: uh, Floyd Mayweather is gonna fight a uh, Logan Paul, the brother of Jake Paul, and in, in in January, I believe it was January twentieth, twenty twenty one. One thing about them Paul brothers, them niggas can sell some shit, can't they? Boy, can them Nick boy, can them Paul brothers make some content, dog? These niggas have been famous for half a decade now. Like the first time I heard about them was 2016. But when I heard about them, it was late. Like they are already, uh, Jake Paul had already been on Disney channel. Logan Paul had already had a successful um, uh, YouTube channel. So these guys are great. And like their content is growing. Like they're growing with them. Like a lot of YouTube stars when they start young, not just like YouTube stars, a lot of child stars when they start young, they um the content seems to outgrow them like somebody like jojo suya uh jojo is is the the like the 17 year old girl who's still running around like she's fucking uh 12 dressed in really bright colors she got a big bag she got toys and fucking um um target and all that she got a huge bag but she's running around with a bow on her head um jojo is not gonna work like jojo as as she is down as a character would not work when she's 20 because niggas look at her like they're looking at her now like yo when is the little girl gonna grow up like when is jojo gonna start acting like a 17 year old girl Not saying that there's a certain way that seventeen year old girls act but there's a point in time where um a young woman wants to be a young woman she's acting like a child still but go back to jake paul and uh logan paul uh jake paul just fought um Nate Robinson in the undercard of the Tyson fight, which honestly they stole the show. Like Jake Paul stole the show when he knocked out uh uh Nate Robinson, and now his brother is doubling back and saying and saying, "Yo, I want to fight Floyd." The fact that Floyd agreed to this fight says that Floyd understands how big of a how how big of a draw this this uh Logan Paul kid is. And I should call him a kid because he's older than me. He's 25. I'm 23. But he understands, like, this guy is good for views. Uh, Logan Paul is the same guy a few years ago who went to the suicide forest in Asia and filmed some dead bodies. And people in Asia found that shit very disrespectful. Since then, his content has matured a lot. He has a podcast. I don't listen to his podcast. Called um, It's called, um, what's it called? Um. Impulsive. I don't listen to it, but I heard people say they like it. So that's cool um, The content is very mature now. It's has It's not mature mature, but it's growing up with him And now he's now he got a, like a prize fight with Floyd Mayweather is Floyd Mayweather is, is Floyd Mayweather gonna win. Yes If Floyd Mayweather does not win we're definitely going back to slavery like Floyd Mayweather has in a fucking Historic boxing career. Sniggas undefeated in like 50 fights has not, big ball of brand, never lost. Has never lost. And if he loses to goddamn Logan Paul, white people are going to start bucking up. They're going to start capturing niggas on the street and putting us in chains and selling us back into slavery. <laughs> the world would never be the same if Logan Paul puts the pause on Floyd Mayweather. But hey, man, hey. Will I buy it? No. Will somebody I know buy it? Probably. Will I watch it? Yes. Because I want to see this shit. It's good. Listen, I don't know this whole new thing where influencers and, like, um and like creators and, like, rappers and shit like that are going to start boxing. If that's the new thing, I'm here for it. I'm here for, like, novelty fights. I'm here for, like, novelty fights. Un, like under the bell i'm here for that because i don't know what the undercard of this fight is going to be i'm assuming it's going to be more like uh you know influencer or like youtubers or shit like that i'm assuming it's going to be more of like this similar style but i'm here for it but by the way look at paul he's been he, he fought ksi um who was ksi i don't know who ksi is but i know he fought him he fought him twice i believe and um dog i'm here for it this nigga isn't a slouch he isn't just a a, a a a a a walkover fight. This isn't a walkover fight. Honestly, Logan Paul will probably have Jake Paul on 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 the undercard of his fight, and Jake Paul will probably fight like an athlete or something. Cause I've seen a lot of other athletes popping out the mouth saying, "Y'all can knock Jake Paul the fuck out." But both these guys, listen: if you have no boxing experience, if you have never boxed before, if you have never been into a fight before, like under under the bell, you will lose against a nigga who have fought under the bell before because they just it's it's, it's a different environment you may be able to street fight like me personally i think i'm being jake paul ass in a street fight if i meet this nigga on Stanton avenue i'm being his ass he can't beat me on the street but if we get into a ring this nigga knock me the fuck out because he had actual like ring presence nigga had box before I can't, I can't pick, I can't pick Logan Paul or Jake Paul up on his head and dump him in the ring. But in the streets, I'm dumping this nigga, cause he, he's not, he's bro. I'm doing him north. I'm stomping on his shit. Fuck is you talking about, nigga? <laughs> like he, he getting his ass beat. He's, he's getting his fucking ass beat on the street. But in the ring, nigga knocking me the fuck out. Cause that's how, that's, that's how shit work. So Logan Bob probably going to lose to fucking uh, Floyd Mayweather. But it's not going to be like, it's it's, it's going to be similar to the Conor McGregor fight. Even though Conor uh, was like a, a real professional fighter, Conor wasn't a boxer. Conor was an MMA guy. So it is different from boxing. Um, It's going to be similar in the right of like, it's going to be a guy who comes out strong. Probably He's probably going to attack Floyd his wife, had niggas gone. Oh shit, where did Floyd lose? But no, it's not going to happen that way. So yeah, man. Um, will I buy that shit? No. Am I excited to uh, watch it or in or steal it? Yes. Them niggas are great for buys, and I'm happy that them niggas are getting their bag. Get your bag, white king. You <laughs> y- y- y'all wanna keep knocking niggas out to Go fight some white people. The Paul brothers need to fight some white people. Why they won't keep fighting black people? Yo, <laughs> they'll never fight. They'll never fight no crackers. It's always it's always just niggas they always fight niggas Go fight some crackers like y'all can't keep doing this to us it's listen you, you know the trend on twitter they be like yo, name something that isn't racist but feels racist this is one of those things why y'all want to keep fighting black people why y'all never fight no white people it's mad white people in the world that's willing to fight how come <laughs> how come jake paul or logan paul ain't fight gordon hayward how come that ain't happened? How come niggas ain't fighting Rick Barry? Like, go fight a white person. How come niggas ain't fighting Macklemore? Go fight a cracker. Why niggas won't keep fighting niggas? This shit is nuts. Oh man. Oh, uh, yeah, quick words I want to get off about this HBO Max shit. Um, other day in the news, HBO Max uh uh HBO told uh they put up they put out a press release saying that all of their blockbuster movie slates from Warner Brothers. So all the Warner Brothers big movies for 2021 will now be exclusively streamed on HBO Max. If HBO Max wasn't in your top needs of streaming services before, it definitely is now. It's definitely like HBO Max gotta be on a list of things you gotta pay for each month. Because just of the movies they're gonna have. They're gonna have The Matrix 4, Suicide Squad, just just the name two uh, uh Wonder Woman's coming out in like a week or so on HBO Max. Um I'm very excited for this shit because just a a few weeks ago, maybe a few months ago, I don't know, I don't remember when, but Disney Disney Plus or Disney Go, whatever the fuck that shit is called, Disney Plus, they put out that whack ass Mulan remake, the live action Mulan remake on their streaming service and they charged us an extra $30 for that to watch that bullshit. Extra $30. HBO Max said we're going to give you all these movies that we spend millions of dollars, millions of dollars on, for the same base price you're already paying as every month. That is, if that's not, if that doesn't scream like I need to have HBO go. I don't know. I don't know what does. Now we all know that HBO is like the, the home box office has been a leader in premium content for a long time now. Like this isn't new. Like. HBO is the reason for a Netflix. HBO is the reason for these streaming services making like their own content and producing it themselves. It's the reason why we have the greatest shows of all time. So HBO isn't new to the content game, but the fact that they're going to give us some blockbuster movies for the for I don't know how much HBO Max costs. I don't pay for it. My dad, my dad pays for it. I'm a child at my heart. I don't pay for shit. i don't pay for that shit shout out to my daddy yo. i don't know how much that shit costs that shit is that shit is $15 uh, the <laughs> the fact that you're going to get all those movies that i did, all those movies for $15 dog like that meek movie came out a few months ago um i didn't watch that shit but people said it was okay hold on let me find a list of movies that's going to come out on hbo max hold on we have suicide squad i knew that one we have hamilton uh in the heights the conjuring um mortal Kombat, the tom and jerry movie uh godzilla versus kong um space jam the space jam movie's gonna come out on hbo max all these movies are gonna come out on HBO Max in 2021 started in January. In January, we're gonna start getting these movies. In January 15th, we get the Mortal Kombat movie. That's the first one we get. And then we get little things. I don't know what that is, 29th. And then in March, we get Tom and Jerry. So January 2021, HBO Max gotta be on gotta be on gotta be on your list of uh, streaming services that you gotta use. Whatever your favorite combination is, me personally, I've already been watching HBO Max because HBO Max has some of my favorite shows on already. Like they have uh, South Park, they have the Boondocks, they have some of my favorite uh, DC properties like um, uh, Doom Patrol and, and T-Titans and Young Justice. They have some of my favorite properties up there already. So I'm, I've, I was already watching HBO Max. So HBO Max, Hulu, and Netflix has been my combination of things I always use. Netflix because Netflix has been lacking lately, but Netflix always keep one. Netflix is like the two chains of streaming services because they miss a lot. Like they, they, they put a, they, they produce a lot, but when they get a hit, they catch a hit. Like when they get one, they catch one. So I got to keep Netflix because you know, that, that's, that's the keep one. And I keep Hulu because Hulu allows me to watch shit I miss on TV. Like when I, when I want to catch up on family guy, they got it. American dad. I can, they got, it. I can catch up on it. And sometimes hula got some good originals. By the way, let's let me say this: Disney Plus is a garbage streaming service. It's garbage. Like it was good for like the first week because of nostalgia, people was able to go back and watch some of their favorite old Disney shows and favorite favorite movies. But their original content was lacking. Like their new shit was a lack was lacking. The only people I saw people talk about really was The Mandalorian. Um, which was a big hit. The Mandalorian's a hit. I haven't got into it yet. I'm not. I'm not really a Star Wars kind of guy. But it was. It was. It was a hit. People liked it. And um, I heard some people talk about the High School Musical show, which I was like, Ah, you kind of grown. But hey, to teach his own. If you want to watch High School Musical, you can watch High School Musical. Who the fuck am I going to tell you? Who the Who the fuck am I to tell you? You can't watch High School Musical. Um, if that, that makes you happy, my nigga. Uh but HBO, uh, uh, Disney Plus, it's not. It's not a necessary streaming service. It's not necessary until like disney plus decides to release all those marvel shows that they had land lined up and put those marvel movies up there it's not necessary like it's not so yeah hbo max go get it go get it because they're going crazy hbo max is going crazy man all right um everybody know not Everybody, but listen to this podcast, you would know that I used to tell whole stories at the, at, the, at the end of my podcast. But uh, as one as one does, I've ran out, wink, wink. Um, I have I don't have any more. Um, I, I've ran out, so therefore, first of all, that wink, wink made it sound like I don't got no more. Um, I don't, it's just funny to say wink, wink. Um, <laughs> uh, but. Instead, I've just been doing things I I don't like. I've been ranting about things. Last week, I ranted about uh, I don't know what the fuck "apply pressure" mean. This week, I want to rant about uh, the PS5. Um, I watched a clip. By the way, I just want to I watched a clip from, uh the, uh, the Joe Budding Girl podcast. I believe it's called "See the Thing Is" with uh, Mandy. And um, I forgot the other two women's name. I don't mean to disrespect women. I just don't remember the names off the top. I just know Mandy from Horrible Decisions. But it got it got Mandy and, and two other women on it. And they were talking about how uh, having a PS5 is stupid. I believe Vandy even said that uh, one of the things she said was, of all, of all the top ten dicks I ever got in my life, none of them play games. I was like, bitch, you sound dumb. You sound retarded. Um, women... Don't make men feel bad for playing games. If niggas want the PS5, and it's, it's good reason to want it, let the nigga get the PS5. Like, it's for good reason. But what I want to talk... But before I do that, what I want to talk about is... I want to talk about um why it's so hard to get a PS5. Why is it so hard to get it? I've tried to get a PS5 at every single major drop there's been. Every single one. I'm talking about from gamestop dropping it from best buy dropping it to walmart dropping it to target dropping it every single time i've tried to get a ps5 i have failed i've continually failed and i think it's because the system that we currently have in place is broken i sound like i'm talking about politics but i'm not i'm talking about the system to get a new gaming console now a gaming console is probably the best investment you can make as far as entertainment wise um Think about it. You're going to spend $300, uh, $300 to $500 on a console, just the console, and the console's probably going to last you, what, five to six years? That's longer than some TVs last. That's longer than your phone lasts. That's longer than most things last. So it's a good investment, and I understand why people want so many, but then you got these goddamn niggas reselling, these goddamn resellers and bots who are making it hard for just me to get one. I just want one. All I want is one. I think that places like Target take place like fucking fuck Walmart, Walmart, GameStop, Best Buy. All these places should have a, 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 a line set up, a virtual line set up. And it sounds crazy. Like, what do you mean a virtual line? Well, GameStop actually did it the best. Uh let's let's remove GameStop from this because they actually did it the best. The day the PS5 dropped, GameStop uh was the best because they had a virtual line. When well, you went onto the GameStop website and you put the PS5 into your cart, would well, you put it to your cart before you could check out? They said, "Hey, you are in line now. Once you get, to, they they say you are in line now. Do not refresh the page. If you refresh, you go to the back of the line. Once you get to the front of the line." Put your card information in and order it, and you will have a PS5, basically. That was the best way. The worst one was fucking uh, Walmart because Walmart just had you at a screen that said, Oh, dear, with a deer, and it wore antlers. Didn't give you no information about what was going on, what place in line you were in, if you, even had, if you were even eligible to get one, if it was sold out already. It was just a screen that said, Oh, dear. Every time they do a drop like this, <clears throat> it should be like, like GameStop. Once you put it into your cart and before you check out it's take you to a screen that says you are in line. Do not refresh. Stay in line and once you get to the screen, the checkout screen, put your card in information in and purchase. And honestly, it should be a little ticker to let you know what place in line you are. You are you are number 50 out of 500. Or whatever, you're number 400 out of 3000, whatever. Whatever the number is, they should give you a number so you can know how long you're gonna be waiting. And it should give you estimated time of like, yo, this is how long you take people to check out. You're gonna be here for about 30 minutes. Go get some popcorn, pull up a YouTube video. That's, that's it should be that. Because there's no reason why I shouldn't know what place in line I'm in. Also, we should limit the amount of consoles one person should buy. One person should not be able to buy six consoles. I think the most you should be able to buy, at the most, is two. Because let's say you in line for your friend and, and, and or whatever, you got you got multiple people in your house or more people in your family who wants to buy a one. You, you should be able to buy two. Just two. But any more than two, it should be like, yo, you can't buy that many. You, you can't do it. You can't, it's not fair. You can't do it. And also, like once you put it on a hype item like this, and it's, it's not it's not hype like fashion, but it is hype on a hype item like this. Bot shouldn't be allowed. Like it, it should be like a, a bot verification thing. Like you should make you should make everybody have to pick pick um, like you know how they be like, yo, uh, it be like five pictures. They would be like, yo, which one is a bridge? Which one isn't a bridge? All that cool fly shit. Hold on, bro. I I just stopped talking. Oh, my God, I hate these niggas. Lionel, Lionel from the Larry Lionel podcast, just put this aside, group chat. I, I've stopped the whole flow of that of that rant I was going on to do this because fuck this nigga. He said, it's 11.55, and I'm over here thinking about how Dom pulled this simp-ass move. My friend on Twitter, Gigi, she said, Clubhouse ain't even approved my, Clubhouse ain't even approved my thing yet, shaking my head. Which our spot. You need an invite? I was asking my twitter home girl if she needed an invite that's all i had to i had one to spirit here sis you want to invite niggas call me a simp yo fuck lionel this lionel this is why i don't like your fat ass now you motherfucker fuck you you my man and i fuck with you but i don't fuck with you nigga you my you my you my friend op you my oppa friend fuck you <laughs> listen to get back a point. Like there should be better. Like nobody should be able to buy multiple PS5s, because then these guys get the PS5 inside the possession, and then they sell them for extreme markup. Extreme. The PS5 like this version is like five hundred dollars. I seen them selling for a thousand, fifteen hundred dollars. These guys are selling this shit for extreme prices. And it only works because you niggas are buying them. For real, for, I'm a, I'm gonna blame you, the average consumer who is too hype and can't wait for the re, for for the restock to happen. If you stop buying them at that at that crazy price, the price will drop and you will get it for cheaper. You may not get it for like, you know, a retail, but you won't be paying $1,000. Listen, if I'm a reseller and I got 6 PS5, I got 6 PS5s in my house and nobody buying them for the price point I got them at $900. Eventually, I'm gonna drop that down to 800. Nobody buy for 800. Drop that down to 700. nobody 700. I'm dropping it down to 600. Ain't nobody that down to 550. Eventually, I'm gonna have to make my money back on these PS5s. Like I spend four thousand dollars on these motherfuckers. I gotta make my money back some way somehow. So even if I'm just making fifty dollars profit on each one of them, fuck it. I get them out. I get them out of my possession. Just stop buying them. Ah, oh, my God. So yeah, bro, just make the PS5 lines better so I can get my fucking PS5. I just I just want mine, yo. That's all I'm asking for. And I know a lot of I know a lot of my friends who ain't been in, I don't know. I'm going to be real. I don't know a single person in real life who got one besides Anthony Moore. Anthony Moore, comedian I interviewed a few months ago. He went to fucking Jersey somewhere and got one. He walked into Walmart and got one. When I tell you, he told me that shit on Twitter and I walked and I went, and I went to mental and I went to multiple Walmarts that day to, ch- to see if I could find a fucking PS5. Dog. I, I was trying, I was trying to get a PS5 that day. Man. So yeah, this made the line easier, dog. I just want my PS5. Alright man, that's uh that's this week's rant. Um this week's song of the week is it's uh this kid SSG Kobe. He got a song called Zero. <laughs>
1: Get it too hot, I need to cool down That shit is old, boy, you need a new sound Not talking money, boy, you need to move around So you get money, but boy, you a waitress at Blue Hound Still with the same nigga, I don't do new friends Shout out my brother 18 with a new bin. I sign a check, if it are here, get the blue pen I got a plan out, I got the blueprint Can't see how your niggas like to flex fool shit Yeah, that mix, take trash, yeah, that's some push shit Yeah, I make a drop, just like my roof did You got the top, I need a new lid I make it pop, just for the movement Yeah, they all believe in the kids 2K, no Ronnie. Gotta on my back. Duckin' these niggas, I feel like Brownie. Shout out to my niggas in the hood, shout out Lonnie. Get in the industry, make kamikaze. I'm kicking the camera, don't fuck Paparazzi. She get on her knees and that lip bitch gon' tie me. I wonder what little fans up in the cockpit. Yeah. Three bands on my clip. Nigga ain't even damn winner. Pray to God, I lie every night. But he still know I'm a sinner. Stack of my money it's tall like a sinner. Hit from the back, man, I guess that's a fender. Bender. Say that you get in that money, you flexin' your cars. You know that's a random. Huh. A mirror, that's all of my denim. Hmm. You say you got racks, but you spin them. Hmm. Hmm. I'm in ATL with my spider fango, but I'm still spitting venom. Hmm. Hmm. I could never let go. I could never let go. All the lanes so you know I'm slow. Comedy corner come bankroll. Then the COD, send you to the ghoul. Yeah, I don't forward 12, I don't forward damn old. Decapitated, I think it's out of hand. Push me in the deep end, turn to Aquaman. And you flexing them pennies that's Copperman. Sprinkle the heat like a Zataran. And I'm chillin' the a club with a chrome right tee. And I'm in London with my bro Zach B. But this ain't will ain't nothing for free. And my bitch say like she peep shit, then peep. When I hit it like a doggy, I'ma get rid of the street. Got a cocaine whip, it's an all-white Jeep. And these hoes keep suckin', get off my D. Record the hoe, put her on News ABC.
0: That was uh, SSG, Kobe. Uh, that was Zero. Um, that song is not on streaming service. I don't know why these young niggas be dropping videos, but don't put the music on streaming services because I want to stream that. I'm um, putting it on the playlist. But shout out to uh, shout out to Kobe. Um, first of all, I knew I was getting old because I'm still mentioning like, niggas like LeBron James and shit in raps. He said, nah, I am mentioning his son in raps. The young niggas mentioning other young niggas in raps now. I was like, wow, I'm getting old. But, uh... This has been another episode of the Listen Watch Your Podcast. I'm a Potty Mouse, the only podcast that encourages you to listen to while you shit. The Facts Growing Podcast and the History Podcast. Do not Google that because that is a fact. So who are you going to believe, nigga? Me or Google? They're to get dead right now. Be afraid of them, niggas. I have been your host, Dom Sharp, the soothed into the world that every human has opinions and assholes. And I'm so happy to be an asshole with an opinion. Thanks for listening, boys. <laughs> wow. Wow, did you listen to that whole podcast? No, like seriously, the whole thing you listen to? Uh-uh. You're lying. You did not listen to that whole thing. How are you single? Doesn't make how? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> but nah, seriously. Um, thank you. I appreciate you so much for listening to that whole podcast. It means the world to me that you listen to that whole thing. But if you really listen to that whole thing and you enjoyed the content that you just heard, I need you to do me a few favors, okay? I need you to go over to our Instagram page at Listen to this while you shit. Go over to our Twitter page at Listen and shit, and give us a follow on both accounts. And since you're on social media already. I need you to share this content with your friends. If you really if you really enjoyed the content that you just heard, share it with the people that you fuck with. Post it on your Instagram story, tweet about it, post it on Facebook. Doesn't matter to me. Share the content with people so I can grow. If I grow, we grow. This is a family over here, dog. I know that sound like cheesy and shit. That's what like YouTubers say We're like, "No, what's up, fam?" No, nah, but honestly like, I appreciate everybody who listens to this. Like if if like Go on my Instagram. Like, I, I respond to, damn near, all the comments to, of people who comment on the page. I really want to build a community, and I really want you to be a part of this community, and I want your friends to be a part of this community. I want all of us to have inside jokes that only we get from this podcast. So thank you. I appreciate you, and I can't wait to see you next week. Wow. Well, have a good day.